Okay, we're on Midwest Girls from the Road, and today I have my mom and dad. We're on our way home from our missions trip in Beckley, West Virginia, which was really eye-opening, and um, it was really cool to see the Lord work. And so I thought on the way home, we would debrief a little bit and share with you all um, what kind of went on in our hearts, and we can talk about the overarching view, but mainly I want to see like how it moved you in the uh, everything that we did while we were there. So, whoever wants to go first, feel free to ch chime in. Hi, this is Diane, Kylie's <laughs> mom, and we went down for the mission of a basketball camp. So, the first three days, every morning, we had kindergarten through fifth graders, and um, I forgot how much kids kick your butt. Yeah. <laughs> um, myself and Lisa, another gal that's on our team, we had the littles, so we had kindergarten through second graders, and... They're definitely the harder group to teach. Yes, they are, <laughs> because they have no clue. Some walked in and told me, this is my first time holding a basketball. And your first instinct is like, oh my goodness. So, but um, it all it all went together. You struggle. God gives you that grace and patience right at the second you need it. Because literally, I don't know about you guys, I physically had to take my hands and take their little faces and just refocus. <laughs> back at what Steve and I did stations so we're teaching them the fundamentals of basketball and so when you got a group of eight kids and you got a gym of other things going on at other stations we know what they do they drift and look the other way so you physically take their faces and go back this way and said look at me this is what we're doing so just the little things that God just um gives us and you think it's so minute but it is so big at those moments but um they it was amazing by the third day those ones you're thinking oh no we I will never get them to understand that it was awesome but and then we had our bible lesson we broke in groups so tw you know 10 minutes here 10 minutes here bible lesson and um that was inspiration to me, just knowing that God... The seed was being planted. Yes, and the seed was being planted. But little Cooper, he touched my heart the last morning. He said, Miss Diane, this is our last day of camp, isn't it? And I said, yes, it is. He said, that makes me really sad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Cooper, it's okay. But yes, it is sad. So those, I mean, the camp, I mean, they kicked my butt by the one time when you're, you forget how much drain that takes out of a body when you're talking and talking and moving and trying to keep them moving. And, and it was really hard to hear in there. Really hard to hear. Um, but to hear that little Cooper remark, it's like, oh, okay, I think we did something good here. I think yeah. we touched their hearts. We shared the love of Jesus and that was our goal. Um... Yeah, that's, you know, the part of the basketball camp. There's a lot of other things. Steve, anything? I mean... <laughs> well, I, know, I, I was, I was going to say, when you are talking about Cooper, 
um, it was just, it's really refreshing because sometimes you wonder if kids, are you, are you even having fun or yes. uh, what's, what's going on? But, um, a little girl named Kinsley came up to me and she understood that we were from Ohio and we were just there for a week and she goes, when's the next time you're going to be back in West Virginia doing a basketball Yeah, game? yeah, she did and that to I, me <laughs> I was just like, oh, sweetie, I, I hope yeah, so. Yeah, they were so sweet, yeah. Um, but it was really fun getting to connect with the kids right. um, on a whole new level. And Dad and I did the older kids. What were you going to say something else? I saw your arm go Well, up. when you said that, uh, it came to mind um, little Ellie. She came on the first day oh, to drop yeah. off brother and saw everything going on. It's like, well, why can't I stay? Because mom apparently didn't sign her up. Yeah. So she came the second. She came the next day then. So, we had her in our um, station. And she's wearing a dress. And she's... Uh, I'm pretty her... sure having Crocs on, too. Nope. She had pink tennis shoes okay. on. They were tennis shoes. But, remember. yeah, her little dress. And she looked at me. And she says, Miss Diane, this is a long day. I said, it is. And I looked over at the clock real quick. And our camp started at 1030. It was only 1130. <sighs> and I said, oh, Ellie, it's only been an hour. I said, are you going to come back tomorrow? She said, well, yeah, I'm coming back tomorrow. So, And she did great the third day, and that was the first. She was one of my examples, too, with never been around a basketball, basically. Yeah. But she came back that next second and third day, and she was just, yeah. And she was dribbling okay, you know, but it that was, yeah. yeah. He's kind of like, oh, my goodness. It was so sweet, though. Yeah. This is a long day, and it was only an hour. <laughs> I think the best part... Um, was realizing like so the church we served at basically had they have a kids program but they only have like three kids ever since having to shut down this past year but um all the kids that were there were kids that go there pretty much and so right. it was just cool to see um that working and they were around the neighborhood so hopefully that they go back to um oh yeah cause the one time we were out doing the getting the dirt for the tomb for our bible lesson denier was back there where we were. I says i said denier come on dig in you got to help us get this dirt on the tray well my house is right back there <laughs> you know and he had never even been there before yeah. and he could see his house from the playground of the back of the church yeah so it's just like because this area um it was definitely it is poverty stricken and um there's a lot of uh drug issues going on and addictions going on and low um unemployment and um it just i hope the kids know that like, that's a place where they can be safe and have a like a refuge and Correct. so yes um, yeah 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 are you ready to fill in? Or are you too busy crying? Are we going to keep talking crying. basketball here? Okay. And we'll move well, we on can to go. We, we, we'll bounce around. I'm assuming you hit pause. No, it's okay. We can't talk like this. <laughs> Your thoughts on um, basketball? It doesn't the basketball have to be camp, I believe, like, well, right now we're driving through some mountains. Nice hills curvy. and mountains. All of our easy pass is coming again. And curvy hills <laughs> of West Virginia. So Toll booth. We've got semis around and... <laughs> Just trying to be aware of my surroundings as best as possible. But um, the basketball camp, I believe we had a, a goal of uh, showing some fundamentals with a, that was secondary to sharing the gospel of Christ. 
And I believe we did a good job of sharing the gospel and making connections with the families around the neighborhood and the kids. And um, hopefully the, ch the church, the local church there, which Pastor Mike and his wife seem like they're, I could go there. I could go to their church. Yeah, me too. So, um, that was good. They got an opportunity to, uh, hopefully got their foot in the door in a lot of different families' homes and they can just work on that and get that built up and established again. Okay, we had a toll booth stop, so we had to pay them, but now we're back, so there was a little, there's going to be a little pause. Um, but, uh, so you can pick up wherever you left off that or move on to a new topic that you want to well, talk about. we were talking about the basketball camp with the vision or the goal. I feel like uh, as a whole, we did a pretty good job and I feel like we uh, accomplished through Christ what we went to do. So on that, I've, I felt pretty good. Yeah. And we, we flew by the seat of our pants a few times well, just trying to improvise. And, and it was nice when we felt like we did that, but they said it was like a well-oiled machine. And that was the best compliment. <laughs> that wow. we knew what we were doing? Yeah. Oh, we got them fooled? No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not going to say... No, it was good. I, I mean, thought it moved well from things that we've um, hosted before. Yes. The second part we did was we went to a place called One Voice. And they pretty much minister to street people, drug addicts. Um, they don't house them there, but they are there to try to facilitate and help them find jobs slash... Places, places to live. Places to live. Um provide food yeah food they have a um, they do a lot of they do a lot yeah they're what little I know of that Beckley one voice is held in high esteem by the the people that matter the most which are the ones that are out there trying to make it through living on the street or whatever just down on their luck for a variety of reasons yeah drugs Mostly drugs, but a lot Archers of different things. Yeah. But, well, um, I met the one guy, um, Sebastian was his name. I Actually, I'm assuming, I think he might have told me his age, like mid-20s maybe, but he was sharing his story and stuff, and I actually don't know if it was drugs or what, but he had just finished an 80-hour work program by coming to the One Voice and doing jobs there for them. He's involved, he lives in a homeless shelter a few blocks away from there, and he was so excited that in a few days, hopefully, he will get his own apartment because of him going through the work, the 80-hour work pro process, program. He got his, he was so proud, Mel made his certificate and ever for everything for him, actually on that day, and, um, and then when we went back on Tuesday, that was our last day there. That was his last day also. And um, he's signed up for another job thing that they're trying to find him a job now. But he actually, through his 80 hours, he did a culinary school. And he loves to bake. And so he was actually giving me these recipes. He showed me pictures 
that he had did a gingerbread house this last Christmas time and he and another guy uh, worked on this and created it themselves and they came in first place at this I'm not sure if it where it was at but it was a contest and he was just so proud of that and it's pretty cool it was like an igloo gingerbread house so you know it's just exciting just things like that for this um, young man because he was in a terrible fire at 10 months old and he was not to survive because of the injuries and stuff and I mean they're just human like us they're just real people and he was talking about his sister um, that she just had her first child and it's a little boy and he says I'm gonna spoil him spoil him she, he says I don't want children on my own because I can just spoil them and send them home you know so just little things like that and you know here and he's had a rough rough hard hard life but um sweet soul he had a sweet soul yeah um i i guess that's what i'm bringing back from one voice um little things mean a lot to down there and that was they're very um oh well as a, in general very general they're very thankful Yes. And uh, they appreciate small gestures. Any little thing. I mean, we went there to help clean up. Not, I mean, I felt like this, they kept this home immaculate, really. James, another gentleman who comes there daily, and he's kind of their maintenance guy. Well, they needed help, uh, help with uh, mowing the lawn. Well, this hill to mow the lawn had to be pushed. I my Steve Hill. Steve Hill. Um, so Victoria, another gal on our team, and she did all the push mowing. I mean, I do not see how James even done, does that. He's an older gentleman, and um, it's just a, he was just so thankful. You could just hear it in his their voices. Um, and Mel, just her. I washed windows. It was an older home, and they had, had transformed it into a basically office area, kitchen, because they feed. They have a little food box out on the front porch, and people, the homeless, come up, and they keep James and Mel and anyone that's working there helping at the time keeps that filled every day and bottled water. They put things in there that um, hygiene. and hygiene yeah. items and stuff. In 10 that, miles, take exit that they know that they can that they know that there's a place that they can go and get a bite to eat and something to drink and a place on the cool porch to sit for a while um, so those things like that and they just thanked and I'm thinking all I did was wash windows you know and I don't know how many times Mel thanked us, you know, for the little things. And Victoria, she mows the lawn all the time on a hill at her home. So that was nothing to her. Lisa did the weed yeah. whacking. And I think, like, kind of what we realized is um, when you go in, like, when you're doing missions, that you're really giving them a break and giving them another breath of life to keep doing what they're doing and um, just kind of refueling their tank that is not completely empty but sometimes yeah. you get you know we've all been in that spot where we're kind of like uh, we've been doing this so long are we making any difference at yes. all kind of thing and so even as something as simple as and their volunteers have been down 
because of COVID and everything yeah, that's right. going on. And so um, it just gave them fresh breath. Right. Well, just like Mary shared in our final roundup this morning about Pastor Mike, like just yeah. gave him a, a fresh breath, a jump start, just... He asked that, us to come back next year. Yes, he did. So we must have did a good job. <laughs> well, he said it was just for the... Oh yeah, his date night. night. His date night. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, we did. You guys can come back it. once a year just for the. Babysit. At least have one date night a year. We <laughs> took the three boys, Kylie's idea, and asked Pastor if he, he and his wife wanted a date night. So, it actually was on the la the second day, uh, one voice where we were there from two to six, and so the pastor and wife dropped the boys off at one voice so they got to join in with the distribution of the pizza mm -hmm. and like Kylie and the group like they had talked about going out on the street so but we I guess we didn't beat them up too bad because we left them roll down the hills and two out of three had band-aids and scratches and a little cut and but that was must have been okay with Pastor Mike because he said he wanted us back for that <laughs> but no it was great and then little Aaron and the boys just all hit it off all hit it off they were down in that cre creek or crick. Yeah, crick that or was crick. a discussion the whole week. And um, they had a great time. So yeah. it all, God's, God's good. Just in those little simple things. You don't, I know I keep saying that, but you just, I, well, and on the third day, we went to a honeysuckle farm. farm. It's a botanical garden. And I hate pulling weeds. Guess what I had to do? Pull weeds in the hot sun, but... Well, yeah. I mowed the churchyard on a non-zero turn mower. I don't know what those are called, and it was, and they're on a hill, and so that wasn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a wide turn, and next thing I know, I find myself going backwards down this hill without being able to stop it. Yeah, that's not a good thing. No, was the blades going still? No, I turned it. But off. The, okay. <laughs> oh, oh well, no! I thought okay. you turned no, that off. No, I didn't turn this. Turn the blades off. Blades. I turned the blades off. Yeah. One more thing about Mel at One Voice. Oh, sorry. You could do next to, I mean, it's like pick up a gum wrapper, and if she's seen you doing it, she made you think like that was the you were the ever. best gum wrapper picker-upper <laughs> that she's ever seen in your life. You know? I, yeah, like, I think Mel, that's how sweet her soul is. Yeah. She's, uh, and that's yeah, why your passion excellent, for this is so um, great. I don't know if they got a website or anything. I know they have a Facebook page and it's One Voice uh, WV, which stands for obviously West Virginia. Um, something it, about Mel too I thought was really cool is she's older, I don't know, closer to 60 maybe? I don't that's know. That's right. Maybe older? Okay, older. <laughs> We're not you guys there are yet. Old. <laughs> Just kidding. Almost. Um, but she also has very, very, very low vision like she's basically blind she can't drive or anything like that and if you look at her phone everything is blown up like as big as possible and she'll look up like when she talks to you which is also like a sign that of like you know low, the low vision and um so she's borderline blind and she's doing all this stuff and she is the sweetest soul but she is not afraid to call people out who she knows they're lying and she'll be like put him down gracefully and it's pretty I wish I would have heard that interesting to see because that happened to that one gentleman that came yeah. up on the porch she um there was one uh homeless man that came and um tried to lie about him being a veteran and he actually 
said act, he was an active veteran, and um, she obviously knew that she's like, okay, that means that's not really a thing. And um, she just knew how to talk to him, and then gracefully and lovingly just said, now, okay, now you you just told me this, and is that true? And he's just like, no. I didn't hear the whole conversation. I didn't either, yeah. She basically said that Rob said I'm going to make cool. a mistake, I'm going to make a mistake on for on the side oh, of compassion. Yes. And that was just, that was so cool. Rob was the one that got to talk to that guy first. Yes, right. And then he went back to Mel, said the situation, went back, and it was just pretty cool. I didn't get it, yeah, with you guys. Didn't get to hear the words, yeah. but you could see the actions going on, and it was pretty slick. Yeah. Rob said it was really neat how she... Yeah, she called him like out nicely. Him down, but you couldn't tell. <laughs> I'm going to slam you, guy, but... Me. This is in the name of Jesus. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to actually, and I'm not going to talk a whole lot about this because I know Meg and Beth want to do a debriefing of me coming when we get back together and do a podcast. But um, something that really stood out to me when doing the street ministry is um, what we did was we went and handed out uh, pizza and hygiene packets. We went um, just out on the street and these. Every person you saw was doing some sort of drug. You can tell it was it was crazy. Literally every single person, because you would see uh, meth addicts covered in sore because they pick. And um, but the point I don't want to go into too many details for, because of the next podcast. And so, um, but what really stood out to me was I would it just felt a peace when doing this and. I was standing in between two, in two miles, known take exit um, on the left to drug to houses. West toward Sorry, our GPS is talking to us. I was standing between these two known drug houses, and this guy comes out with a knife around his neck, and there's like six, six, seven adults coming out, and who knows what they were just doing, but we can assume. And um, it, they just came right on down, and we talked to them, and it was just crazy getting to pray with people uh, in those situations. So that was truly eye-opening to me is when the Lord has something for us and we follow in that. He just gives us the peace that surpasses all understanding. And it's just, it was really cool to feel that. And one other thing is uh, talked about a little bit, not only through the basketball camp, but also through at the church's neighborhood we were able to pastor mike there was a couple at least one family in particular and there were probably more but we were he was wanting to establish a relationship relationship with a rapport and um we volleyball and just stuff like that we were well, First it actually night. started with. Um, oh yeah, you sure this. To take exit so we had a barbecue for our fi- uh, a bluegrass barbecue uh, pit fire. They had a bonfire. The bonfire. The neighbors that Pastor Mike wanted to get to know their their houses right butted up to the their park church parking Tell lot. Tell how you got it started. And then they had this really nice brick exit fire right. pit in the backyard. So. One morning for devotions, we tried to get away on our own quiet time. And then I had known that Pastor Mike had already reached out to the woman that lives there and her family. 
and ask if we could use the fire pit for the last night of our stay. And she was very receptive to it and everything. So one of the mornings I went out to do my devotions and she had this really nice picnic table and I needed a spot to sit and read my devotion. I kind of looked up on the deck. I didn't see anybody out and I thought, oh, it'll be okay because she said, Pastor Mike already talked. So I'm sitting there and stuff. And so when the time came and I kind of got up and finished and I looked up and there was this woman, which her name is Kelly. And she, we kind of caught eyes and I kind of walked up the yard to start talking. I said, I'm sorry. I hope you don't mind chit-chatted about everything that, you know, I knew we were going to have. She's, oh, no, no, that's fine. Use whatever. That's fine. And she says, you know what? We have a volleyball net and I tell my kids to get it up and they don't. And, you know, it was just really cool. And I said, she shared, I, we have cornhole, we have badminton. I said, oh, awesome. I said, I'll share with my group and see, because she invited us to come play. And for that evening if we didn't have anything so it was cool because then after camp that morning I walk out and there's that volleyball net up already within less than two hours so I feel like just little things like that was pretty sweet so we had a we had a volleyball game that night her children came out and played a bit uh, Kelly played herself we got to know her more she told her story just really interesting she things. Was into roller derby. She was into roller derby, yes, and her her slender, tall daughter was too. Now Kelly looked like she was built for it. <laughs> Little Haley did not, but she was pretty tough. So, I mean, just little things like that. How things just kind of kept going together, and um, yeah, I don't know what else I'm missing here. So then. Well, you don't have to go through every single thing. It's okay. just whatever the Lord has laid on your heart but, to speak about. And then it ended up that night we there, and then last night we were there with the fire, and then three more of the kids came out from her home, and one had a very unique voice because the other Zanesville team from that was down there doing another missions, uh, they joined in because they have all their musically inclined worship team with them. And then they let the one, you know, Mo, she did her thing, and it was pretty cool. Just yeah. how things just all came together. And so we feel like that was a big accomplishment for Mike, Pastor Mike and his church. That, um, because, okay, Steve, you share the one part. I want that shared about what Max said to you. Max is one of the boys, or, yeah, uh, from the house. And I don't know, it was... They got a unique situation going on, and uh, it was just good that I don't I don't even know how I he was over by me, and the music was playing, and they were playing at that time. The team from uh, Zanesville was there, and they were singing, and uh, it was just really good. And then, like Diane said, Mo came out, which is another one from the neighborhood house but anyhow Max was talking to me and he says this really reminds me of my old church that I used to go to and stuff so and he said he missed it and he, yeah he said he missed it so this makes the, me miss my old church didn't it yeah or something like that so I was just trying to put a plug in for <laughs> Pastor Mike and him but uh 
Like, Anyways. He, meaning, like, he's never had went to the Pastor Mike's church. Like, so... No. I don't think they're plugged in, and it was just a way to start building those bridges. And, exactly. That's, yeah. Yeah. I, and, yeah, and Victoria said she heard Haley and Max both singing to this one song. Yeah. Midstream, the different songs yeah. and stuff. That they... So, they've been in church. They... They're... Yeah. They're just... need to, They're losing... You know... Kind of lost. lost their way. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was... It was... Overall, it was a good trip. A good... Um, maybe a good starter trip. Yeah. Wasn't... A little bit of culture shock, but not full-blown culture shock. And, right. Uh, it was good. I think it was definitely a trip that was the Lord meant it to be a relationship building trip like because we had so many we there's so many more neighbors that we ended up meeting and um, getting to know each other but we also got to know our team or each individual on our yeah. team better yes, and I thought that sure. was so much fun and yeah I told Sarah this morning I said yeah we connect at church you know hi how you doing that's about it though yeah and we I we really when we were talking this morning, is like, it was so cool. Because mm-hmm. would we have ever connected? Maybe, maybe not. I yeah. don't know. Right. And, yeah. And she, yeah. And she brought her son, Blake. And he's 13. And it was good for him. And Juge and, okay, she's 12. Just to see our own team and build in those relationships. Yes, it was really good. Yeah. It was really good. And Liz, old Elizabeth. <laughs> Our little 23-year-old, but I, you know, took care of her in the church nursery when she was little. But to get to build a relationship with her as a an adult was pretty cool. Yeah. So, and, I, and this is our foundation to keep growing on different things when we get back home. And yeah. So, but yeah. Okay. Well, nobody has anything else. I think we're going to wrap it up. God is good. Well, thank you for (laughs) debriefing with me. Um, I will be debriefing with Meg and Beth on the next episode, and I hope to have Elizabeth on and talk in the future about what she... You can tell this trip really impacted her, so I really want her to come on and talk about it. We were trying to do it last night, but with the things that were going on, it just wasn't working out, so we'll have to reconnect and do that. And all I'm going to say, y'all have a good day and God bless. There you go. (laughs) Okay, until next time. See ya. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Midwest Girls. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating so more people can find us. If you want to stay in the know with all of our latest happenings, go to our website, www.project68ministry.com and become a Hosanna homie by subscribing to our newsletter. Also, feel free to tag along with us in all of our adventures by following along on Instagram and Facebook. We are at Project 68 Ministry across the board. Again, thank you so much for your support. We could seriously not do it without you. Much love and God bless to everyone.